Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Now on to this week's episode. This week on the Rock News Weekly Podcast, week of January 9th, 2023, season five, episode number one. This week, we talk about Morrissey leaving Capitol Records and calls out Miley Cyrus on Christmas Eve. Pink Floyd raises over 500,000 pounds for Ukrainian charity with their first new music since 1994. Modest Mouse's Jeremiah Green passes away at the age of 45 from stage four cancer and Courtney Love battling with Brad Pitt over details about Fight Club and Kurt Cobain's biopic and more. Plus this week in rock and roll history trivia, weekly WTF and so much more. All of our links are up at rocknewsweekly.com and watch us live every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. All right, it's time for the Rock News Weekly Podcast. Chris here as well as Dahlia this week. What's up? What's up? How was your new year? It was good. We were in Vegas. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. Tell the listeners about it. Uh, well, we went to Vegas for New Year. We went to this awesome nightclub called Omnia. It's off the hook. Like people suspending from the ceiling, crazy cloudy air and confetti getting sprayed out. Uh, no, it was awesome. We yeah. stayed at Caesar's Palace. It was legit. Spent a lot of money at the casino, so we definitely made our contribution to Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was fun. It was a good time. Hopefully, you guys had a good New Year's as well. Uh, this is gonna be the first one of the year, but we uh, got another great year lined up for you. 2023. Hopefully, gonna be a lot better in 2022. Uh, so let's uh, let's get after it. Season five, episode number one here. Big headlines this uh, past couple weeks, so we're going to catch up. These are some stories that were right around Christmas time leading up to right now. Uh, Morrissey leaving Capitol Records and calls out Miley Cyrus on Christmas Eve. We'll talk about that. Pink Floyd raising over 500,000 pounds for Ukrainian charity with their first new music since 1994. Modest Mouse's Jeremiah Green passing away uh, from stage four cancer, unfortunately. Kate, uh, Courtney Love battling with Brad Pitt over details about Fight Club and Kurt Cobain's biopic in a weird story that she kind of shared online. And more. Plus this week in rock and roll history trivia, all that good stuff. Everything's up at rocknewsweekly.com. We're live every week, every Sunday, right around 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Give us a like. Give us a follow on our Twitch channel. You'll get a notification every time we go live. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that good stuff. All right, so we had to kick it off this week with some unfortunate news as Jeremiah Green, founding member and drummer for uh, Modest Mouse, passed away following his battle with cancer. A lot of people didn't even know about it until right before Christmas. His mom actually posted uh, right around Christmas time, and uh, she broke the news, uh, well, it was Christmas Day. Her, her note said that... Uh, Quote, please send healing vibes for my son, Jeremiah Green, who's battling stage four cancer. He's so strong and so brave and hanging in there. And uh, she posted some photos of him. And then four days later, he passed away right before New Year's Eve. And the guys from Modest Mouse posted on their official page saying, quote, I don't know an easy way to ease into this, 
Today we lost our dear friend Jeremiah. He laid down to rest and simply faded out. The band wrote on Instagram alongside a photo. Um, so tragic, though. It's just, uh, it just seems like we're losing a lot of people around this age uh, age group of people we know and mm-hmm. uh, musicians we know. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was only 45. Um, and yeah, just you never know uh, what people are battling and what they're going through. A lot of people are very private and keep that stuff to themselves. Right. Uh, so rest in peace, Jeremiah Green had to kick rest it off in peace. with a with a bummer of a, a story. But at the same time, hopefully the band can move on and uh, get some closure there. Pink Floyd, uh, grateful to fans for raising funds for Ukraine. This is a pretty cool story. Uh, Pink Floyd leaned on social media to post gratitude to their fans, the equivalent of about $650,000. It's all from the sales of their new single, their first new music uh, in since 1994. The track's called Hey Hey Rise Up. They donated all the proceeds to the Ukrainian Humanitarian Relief. Here's a picture of them recently uh, with their collaborators on this track. Look at David Gilmore and Nick Mason still looking pretty good. Yeah. Uh, still hanging out and doing the right thing, uh, doing it all for a great charity. Uh, it's really, really cool story. It became number one in 27 countries and uh, the first new Pink Floyd music since 1994. So all for a great cause. Good for them. Hopefully it'll keep raising money. Mm-hmm. All right. So this was an interesting story this week. Morrissey announces his split from Capitol Records. Pretty big deal. And as Miley Cyrus asked to be removed from his new album. So uh, Morrissey has parted ways, Capitol Records. On Christmas Eve, he posted a message with the headline, Miley is a punk rocker, alongside a a photo of the two singers posing together. The post contained the following message, Miley Cyrus now wants to be taken off the song I Am Veronica, for which she volunteered backing vocals almost two years ago. The message continues, this comes at a time when Morrissey has disassociated himself with Capitol Records, who control the hidden album Bonfire of Teenagers. Above, Morrissey and Miley during Miley's session for I Am Veronica. That was the picture we saw. Uh, on December 23rd, he posted this message with the headline Roll On 2023. It explained, quote, Morrissey has voluntary par- voluntarily parted company with Maverick Quest Management. He's also voluntarily withdrawn from any association with Capitol Records. So back in November, he revealed the fate of his album Bonfire of Teenagers, which was originally set for release in February coming up. He says, quote, it's exclusively in the hands of Capitol Records. He's basically saying it's being held hostage since he left the label. What do you think of this kind of development here? This is kind of a kind of a weird situation. Well, it sounds like, if I'm understanding correctly, sounds like Miley Cyrus has loyalties to the record label. And if he's saying, I'm leaving, then she's saying, okay, well, then I want my stuff off of your album because I'm loyal to to them more than you. Anyway. He's also in some hot water because I guess he did a show at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles and just walked away after about a half hour and said... (laughs) Like, he wasn't into the show and the crowd, and uh, he just he didn't just feel like, like doing nope. it. And I'm people leaving. And people were pissed. Like, we, they've been waiting all year and yeah. just a little half hour I'd set I'd be pissed, yeah. yeah, especially if you're traveling. Right? Imagine if we went there and that's all we saw was, like, 20, 30 minutes, and he's done. you like, what? Okay. <laughs> well, you got your three hits that you wanted to hear. I'm out. And apparently on Christmas Day, he posted some lyrics that were kind of... Um, 
Um, I guess, I don't know. He says, quote, and of all the things that I've seen qualify me for a part in your dreams, which were shared alongside the music video for his cover of Melanie's Some Say I Got the Devil. So I'm not sure what exactly is going on with his new album and what's going on there, but uh, sounds like, I don't know, a big mess. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Apparently a lot of people were on that new album, including Iggy Pop, Flea, Chad Smith. Uh, Now we don't know when it's coming out, so we'll see. This was an interesting story as well. Seems like a lot of people kind of like doing some weird social media postings about weird stuff. These celebrities here. Courtney Love maintains that by not allowing supposedly Brad Pitt to star in a Kurt Cobain biopic, it cost her a role in Fight Club. She says uh, on the Mark Maron's uh, WTF podcast recently, she was on there, and says she was originally slated to portray the female lead in uh, Fight Club. She said Who she, was the female? I don't even recall a female lead in that movie. Remember the girl that was um, that he would um, sleep with? Brad per- Brad Pitt's character would sleep with this, the figment, you know, the split personality, uh, Marla. She was the smoker lady. Remember, uh-huh. she had the black hair and she was like kind of crazy looking. Yeah. He met her at an AA meeting or whatever. Remember that? Kind of. So anyway. anyway Courtney Love claims she was fired after uh, from the movie after a fight with Brad Pitt, who wanted to uh, portray Kurt Cobain in Gus Van Zandt's movie's Lost Days. Uh, Brad Pitt wanted to portray that. Do you th- do you th- first of all, do you think you can kind of see him doing a Kurt Cobain character? Yeah. I guess kind of. I was kind of looking at Brad Pitt, especially they've got uh, like the younger. same like jaw cheek structure. And looking at his eyes, they're kind of eyes too, a little bit maybe. Um, so anyway, Courtney Love, I'm not going to read the whole Instagram yeah, po- post don't. because it's ridiculous, but I'll, I'll read a little qu- uh, quote here. She says, quote, I recount the day Brad and Gus Van Zant called me for lunch and tried to ba- blackmail me over my role for the rights to a film about Kurt. I lost my shit on them and by 7 p.m. I was fired from Fight Club. Every word of this is factual. This was always a secret I was fine keeping. It's a movie. Indeed, I passed on better roles than that. Who cares? The point is Brad kept on stalking me about Kurt. End quote. Do you think she's making that up, or do you think that's coming from a place of honesty? Probably a place of honesty. She doesn't. She's fucking crazy, but she doesn't <laughs> strike me as a liar. Yeah, why would she kind of make it up? What's yeah. the point? Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, she could be embellishing on it. Okay, so here's an unnamed source telling The Hollywood Reporter about all this, that Courtney Love actually only auditioned for Fight Club and was never actually hired to act in the movie, claiming it was, quote, a role she was never offered at any point. You cannot be fired for a job you didn't get. It's common knowledge that roles are not decided by uh, actors but by the director. So, yeah, who, who knows? knows? Who knows? It's Courtney Love stirring the pot. She likes to do that. Okay. Seems like a drama queen. Do you know this guy? Do you recognize this guy? Um, no, I don't. He is the lead singer from Alien Ant Farm. Oh, I don't even think I ever knew what he looked like anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's not somebody you'd recognize, really. Just like some Joe Schmo on the street. So he's been charged with battery, though, for touching his crotch with a fan's hand. And it's not a female's fan hand, it's a, a male's fan's hand. Uh, although the incident happened months ago, charges were filed on December 30th. You want to see the video of this? 
There's a video. Oh, great. So there's evidence. There's hard evidence. There's hardcore evidence here that was filmed. How is that battery? Alien. It's, it's like, like a, a Oh, there it is. Watch ah. this is where it happens. Oh, oh, right there. Yeah. Ooh, that was kind of creepy. It was weird. Like, it almost, I thought it was going to be like a joke or something. But that it was didn't look like creepy. he had him grab it. Yeah, I don't know. Watch, watch this again. Child side speed. Look, he like reaches for his hand. No, the guy's re okay. Re no, but he like who's the, the reaching lead, for whose hand? The lead singer kind of reaches for his hand. Okay, watch. See? Oh yeah, he reaches. See, for look his at hand. the dude's hand isn't even out yet, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Play right? it. Play okay, it. Okay. So lead singer, re lead singer's reaching out for his hand, like, hey, bro. And then the dude reaches. He, there's his hand. Homie's reaching his hand up, right? And then watch this. Pull. Puts it right there in his pants. Why did he do that? That is kind of weird. It was like, almost like, I don't know what to think of it. I don't know. That is really weird. Well, would you call that battery though? I wouldn't say that's battery, but it's kind of, like, that is a little questionable. Is there another cause? That it could be classified under. Cause I, I feel like I it'll get know. thrown out for battery, but if they could find something else, maybe like, like suggestive sexual something or other. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, but it's not the workplace. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, babe. <laughs> These are we just bring you the stories, guys. That's it's very strange though. That was weird. It was kind of weird how he pulled it up there. So, so anyway, what was that like? Around yourself. two minutes forty nine seconds. I want to. Yeah, say. in the video, but we finally saw it. All right. Blink-182 announcing a timeline for their new music, uh, kind of a vague timeline. Um, apparently, Tom DeLonge posted that's it, that the new album is, quote, coming in a few months. Other members have dropped hints. Uh, DeLonge's comeback to Blink was announced in October. The band will kick off a world tour beginning March 11th. Uh, in I thought Tijuana, the album was already Mexico. out. No, it's not coming out until Well, you're April, already playing March the new songs. April. Yeah, but They're they not that good. I know. That, that song edging yeah yeah they haven't my actually... opinion only no i hear you i agree it's definitely not uh their strongest uh, stuff it's yeah. pretty cheesy pretty uh pretty predictable but anyway um so the the new album ha does not have a release date which is kind of annoying so uh it's, it's like a mystery they're trying to be mysterious about it i guess i don't know anyway slipknot's uh unreleased new album it's called Look outside your window, and it's going to be coming out this year. Uh, this is the the one where their contract with Roadrunner Records is up, and they're going to release their new album right after that. So, uh, the last album that Slipknot just put out was a contractual thing that they had to put that album out by certain time for Roadrunner Records, and now they are on their own independent, and they're going to put a new album out this year as well. So, back to back new albums, which is pretty cool and he says it's going to be worth the wait so we'll see and we got to meet that guy sean clown crahan in the elevator mm -hmm. at aftershock and he was really nice and he was a cool dude we didn't know who he was at the time we were just like who's nope. this weirdo talking to us we don't care and then later we're like oh oh awkward <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we uh, suck we're losers 
No, no. <laughs> just kidding. We were just, uh, we, you know, we don't talk to strange people in the elevator very often. And he was no, just, he was trying to spark up conversing. the conversation with us. He could us. tell we were going to the show. And, you know, it's got to be fun oh, for a, a, a member of a band like that where they're constantly wearing masks and people don't recognize them that they can just strike up conversations with people and we don't know. And we're yeah. not going to be like, oh, my God, you're the guy from Slipknot. He could just be like, yeah, yeah, we flew in. All right, yeah, I'll see you guys later. And, you know, <laughs> pretty cool. Um, anyway, uh, Brian Johnson, a couple little things about ACDC, some funny things. Um, Brian Johnson said he couldn't discuss their future because it wouldn't be fair to the other members. So on this new interview, he says, quote, I've been told, uh, well, they were asking if they're going to be performing live or doing a new album. He says, I've been told not to by everybody. It's the official line. So he says he doesn't want anything to be blown all out of proportion. He says, quote, there's too much blabber on the Internet, and I'm not any kind of face thing or social media at all. Never have been. It's just gossip. Face thing. That's his old man way of saying Facebook. <laughs> oh, I was like, what does that I'm not mean? I'm on any kind of face thing. Oh, like, like FaceTime. Yeah, like, yeah, Facebook. But FaceTime is something now. Yeah, that's when you call them and do the video call. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then look at this story oh, with God. Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop, put your shirt on, bro. <laughs> God. Yeah, somebody had a meme. There was like, it's like an old wrinkled uh, hot dog. And, and <laughs> Shut like, up. And Iggy Pop, like, like a right side next, by yeah. side. <laughs> Um, anyway, Iggy Pop about ACDC, check this out. He says he was offered the frontman gig following the 1980 death of the band's lead singer, Bon Scott. They had a manager, he says, quote, many years ago when I hadn't reformed the Stooges, I hadn't moved to England, and this guy said, are you interested in joining ACDC? They were looking for a singer. And he revealed that he felt, although he was into the band, he couldn't see him and the no. band gelling creatively. He says, quote, I listened to their record. I thought, I can't fit that bill. I, I wasn't like, oh, I don't like them. It was quite well made. They do careful work, but I'm not what they needed. And apparently he met Bon Scott at Whiskey's L at L.A.'s Whiskey A Go-Go. He says, quote, I had some wonderful times or wonderful encounters with Bon somewhere, and we were both drunk and stoned. I see pictures sometimes. I go, I don't remember, but that's me with Bon. I loved what he did, end quote, so. Iggy Pop, he's lived quite the life, but mm -hmm. I could not see him doing ACDC. Mm -mm. No, <laughs> so glad he wouldn't. He, glad he passed on that. Uh, Billy Idol got his walking uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame, the um, the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame this week. Oh, right on. On Thursday, January 5th, uh, he had Henry Rollins as the guest speaker. Uh. Uh, gave his little induction speech, and skateboarder Shepard Ferry, uh, who does a lot of artwork and stuff as well, and he had his whole family there. It was pretty cool. Uh, it was a cool little um, Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony. So there's footage online. You guys could check it out. But congrats to Billy Idol for that. Definitely well-deserved. It's the 2,743rd star on wow. the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's how many stars they have I've there. I've been over there. I've never done that. I've never walked on I the have, Hollywood Walk uh, of Fame. But I'm like, where does it start and where does it end? I don't know. We got to look it up. It's been uh, happening since many. 1960. Wow. You can go to walkoffame.com for more info. Unless they're just like pulling up random pieces of concrete and <laughs> <laughs> replacing it could with be. the. It you could know be. what I mean? That could be it. All right, it's time for some uh, rock birthdays. So let's get to it. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
Happy birthday. It's time for Rock Birthdays. Dahlia, it's your favorite time of the episode. Take it away. The time where I can't pronounce any of the names. That's half the fun. All right, let's see here. Mark, is it Mark Pinder or Pinder? I was going with Pinder. Okay, we got Mike Pinder here, founding keyboardist of the Moody Blues, turning 81 this week. Look at him with his hat on his knee oh, and his little, um, oh, he's so that, cool. Grammy? Ow, Charlie, Charlie gosh. Hey, it's mom's time to talk. Come on, leave her alone. I'm getting... Charlie, get out. All right, Mick Jones, guitarist and singer of Foreigner, turned 78 this week. Doesn't he look like Guy Fieri's dad? Get out. Well, I've seen Guy Fieri's dad, and that's who I would, if I'd not seen Guy Fieri's dad, that's who I I would imagine Guy Fieri's dad would look like. Anyway. Who else we got? All right, let's see here. David Knopfler, former guitarist of Dire Straits, brother of Mark Knopfler, turned 70 this week. Brett Scallions, the singer of Fuel, turns 51 this week. Remember, we interviewed him at Aftershock one year. Oh, yeah. When it was not at Discovery Park. It's not that weird spot. Anyway. Chris Daughtry, singer and American Idol finalist. uh, Daughtry turns 43 this week. Lars turns 59 this week. I didn't even need to tell you what he does and... What band I think he's people from. get it. There is no other Lars. There's no other Lars, really. All right. Any, well, anyway. Lars Fredrickson from Rancid. Oh, yeah. Him. Not him. The other one, the drummer. He's not cool enough to make our show. He's got to have some sort of headline. Anyway, uh, Stephen Stills, musician Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, turned 78 this week. John Paul Jones. Ah. Sorry. Get control of your mouse there, <laughs> Moreno. Getting away from me. John Paul Jones, bassist and keyboardist of Led Zeppelin, turned 77 this week. 77 for old John Paul Jones. Okay, Michael Stipe, REM singer, turned 63 this week. I thought he died. Nope. Who's the, who, who am I thinking died of AIDS? I don't know. Not Michael Stipe. Uh, anyway. I did just fake news. <laughs> Giving us a bad name here, babe. <laughs> I heard some podcasts. Michael Stipe died from AIDS. No. No, uh, who am I thinking? Jeez. Like back in the 90s. I don't know. No idea. Freddie Mercury? No, not Freddie <laughs> like, Mercury. What, what are you talking about? Anyway. It's time for trivia. That's what we're talking about. This week in rock and roll history, trivia. Time for some trivia. This week in rock and roll history trivia. Well, it's actually (laughs) December when I put this together. So we're going back to December, guys. December 21st, uh, 1940, Frank Zappa was born. He died in 1993. Which one of these songs here, Dahlia, is not an actual Frank Zappa song title? All right. Which one is not? Hey, which one is not an actual Frank Zappa song title? Is it A, Chunga's Revenge, B, Theme from Burnt Weenie Sandwich, C, Help, I'm a Rock, Sweet in Three Movements, or is it D, Can You Please Tell David Crosby His 1974 Pinto Hatchback Is Double Parked <laughs> and He Left His Huge Bag <laughs> of Peruvian Flake Cocaine in the Front Seat 
and his six-shooter pistol on the dashboard. He also left his lights on, and there is a banana in his tailpipe. <laughs> Are you sure that's not a Frank Zappa song? It could uh, be. I'm asking. That's, <laughs> a, that's, that, that's the question. What? Which one of these is not it's a Frank Zappa track? D, obviously. <laughs> not a, okay, you're absolutely right. Cause those first three are Frank Zappa yeah, songs. Yeah, he had weird uh, song titles. He sure did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why was he so weird? Second, uh, second bonus trivia question here for you. This was December 26, 1968 that this happened. This band makes their U.S. concert debut in Boston. This is the first time the band made it to the United States. They were an opening act for Vanilla Fudge and MC5. What band was it? Was it A, Black Sabbath, B, Pink Floyd, C, Led Zeppelin, or was it D, David Crosby's Lute and Flute Marrakesh Express? David Crosby with a lute, a flute, a clown car full of pure Colombian cocaine, a parakeet, and a small gathering of remote villagers oh from one island in the Caspian Sea. <laughs> I'm going to scroll. You're going to scroll down one of these times, and it's going to like literally be like it could. this long. <laughs> uh, David Crosby's Loot and Flute, um, Vanilla Fudge. Who opened for Vanilla Fudge? Uh, I'm going to go with, um, it was between A and B for me. I'm going to go with Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath? It's actually Led Zeppelin. December 27th was the beginning of their concert with Vanilla Fudge with Led Zeppelin as the opening act. Seattle Center Arena and other places. Tickets were only three bucks. Imagine that. Wow. Back then. All right. uh, New rock and metal album releases. Dahlia, in less than 30 seconds. Go. January 7th. These new albums came out. Uh, all right, Apes at the movies, at the movies, Car Jam 21, Carnation, Def Club, Infected, Iggy Pop, Despise Icon Times 2, Necro, <laughs> Necrophagus, Neil, Needless, Nihility, Nocturnal Graves, or Power Paladin, Seven Nines and Tens, Speakers, Slowly Slowly, Tigers of Pan Tang, and. <laughs> And wild, wilder run, wilder run. I don't great. even think it would help uh, if I had my glasses on. That's great. That is great, babe. Did I did it? Did I slaughter that? Yep, that was killer. I, you killed it. No, I mean like. No, you killed it, babe. <laughs> you killed it. You stabbed it over and over again. You killed it. Uh, well, <laughs> you can right. stop having me do them. Uh, movie, TV, entertainment, gaming news. Uh, Jeremy Renner in critical condition. You hear about that? How he was? Uh, yeah, I did. Ran over uh, by his own snowplow. Said <laughs> the plow accidentally ran over one of his legs. Lost a ton of blood. He was actually he- helping out somebody who was stuck in the snow by his uh, home in Tahoe. So he's in critical but stable condition. He's been posting updates, trying to give fans updates. So follow him on un- on his Instagram for all those uh, updates and speedy recovery, man. Uh, Bam Margera, we were talking about this. He was pronounced dead during his December hospitalization on Steve-O's podcast, uh, the Wild Ride podcast. He said he had, quote, a gnarly case of COVID, and his body was shutting down when he was admitted to the hospital last month. He says, quote, I went into four seizures each one lasting 10 to 20 minutes. On the fourth one, I bit my tongue so hard it was nearly fallen off. It got so swollen and puffy it wouldn't fit in my mouth. I was drinking the infected blood, which gave me pneumonia as well. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, so He's he, crazy. He's 
I'm surprised he's still alive. He was ultimately pronounced dead before he being intubated on December 8th. He woke up five days later and stayed for an additional three. Pretty crazy. Um, release date announced. Chris Rock's live Netflix special where he's going to be talking about a lot of the stuff, including that infamous slap at the Oscars. Uh, Chris Rock Selective Outrage is set to air live on Netflix on March 4th, 2023. The event will be filmed in Baltimore, Maryland, and will become the first ever live streaming event for the platform. So that's interesting. It's going to be the first ever live thing for Netflix. That could go uh, both ways. We'll see how that happens. <clears throat> uh, Super Bowl pre-party. It was announced that Machine Gun Kelly and the Chainsmokers are going to be doing that. Unfortunately, it's Rihanna this year at the... Uh, so nothing cool uh, for music at the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> this made headlines. Alicia Silverstone posing nude for the first time for PETA. She was uh, saying that, uh, I guess, promoting cactus, mushroom, or apple leather instead of regular types of leather. And she, she says, I've never got naked in TV, film, nothing, but I've done it for PETA because that's how much it matters to me. She's been a vegan since 1999, so... Get some, uh, Do you believe that? Not one leather. piece of meat? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think people that... I think there are certain people that For are... For over 20 years? Maybe. Not one little bite of a chicken nugget, nothing. <laughs> maybe she slipped up here and there, but I think for the most part... Hey, Charlie, stop it. What's stop he that. doing? Just chewing his leg. <laughs> Neurotic dog. Crazy dog. Uh, but, th I mean, uh, why not have cactus, mushroom, apple leather? I think that's kind of cool that they're even able to make leather. I don't even think like I have anything leather. Yeah. Maybe something, like, I th might have, like, a vintage jacket. Yeah, I hear you. A lot of shoes are made out of leather, though, still. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, maybe some of my shoes. Are. Yeah, but anyway, uh, good for her. Tom yeah. Cruise, motorcycle cliff stunt, Mission Impossible. They're saying it's, quote, the biggest stunt in cinema history. On the new Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Um, we don't need to see it, but you can check it out for yourselves. I guess it's going to be a big deal when that comes out. Mm. Uh, new Year, all the new laws, some of the big ones. Uh, all the U.S. states are going to be increasing their minimum wages kind of across the board. Voters in Maryland and Missouri approved recreational marijuana for those 21 and older. And the price of insulin for Medicare beneficiaries will be capped at $35 starting January 1st. So that's good because... That's not fair to charge people that need that kind of stuff a lot more money, like Martin Shkreli and some of those guys that charge a lot of money for, you know, uh, anyway, uh, just stuff that people need. So it's good that they're putting caps on those types of things. So yeah, uh, people can't scam them. Anyway, Comet making its first and likely only appearance in recorded history. This is the first time in 50,000 years. Uh, it was seen first last year in March. And now it's made its way through Jupiter's orbit. It's going to be coming around, and it'll be visible in a couple weeks. And it'll be its only recorded appearance, this comet C-2022 E3 ZTF. Uh, and it won't return for 50,000 years. So it's traveled billions of miles to get here. So you got to at least be able to see it for a little bit. Might be cool. If it's not cloudy. <laughs> Well, we got to go to the Royal Observatory in Greenwich, so we got to go to uh, Greenland, I guess. So let's get on a plane, do that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, millions taking a break from brew, uh, from booze during dry January. Have you uh, ever tried to do a dry January thing? Nope. 
Yeah, uh, me either. <laughs> Not really good at that. <laughs> but they say uh, people that binge after dry January is even bigger problem. So if you do a dry January and then you drink twice as much in February, kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. So don't do that. Um, anyway, even if you are doing dry January, good for you. That's good. You know, clean your body out sometimes. I know I did it one time kind of for soccer when we when I was doing soccer a couple years back. I tried to drink less anyway. Um, okay, so Santa's surfing off the coast of Florida. Look at these guys. <laughs> Freezing waters and surf warnings didn't stop 140 people dressed as Santa in Santa suits. Uh, they suited up. Why did they do this? Christmas Eve surfing Santa's festival in Cocoa Beach. And then they drink hot cocoa afterwards. Maybe it's an annual It is. Thing? It's the 14th annual. Wow. It must be a big turnout. Uh, this woman that won the $175,000 lottery prize, part of some scratchers she got for uh, her office party. So you never know. Sometimes those office party scratchers could be a winner. Uh, she got $175,000 off of one, which was the top prize you could get. Wow. Which was pretty awesome. So it didn't say that she uh, shared it with her coworkers, though. She's going to pay off her daughter's student loans and her family's cars. So Wow. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Right on. All right, that's it for us, guys, this week on the Rock News Weekly Podcast. Check us out, rocknewsweekly.com. Watch us live, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly, every Tuesday, 2 p.m. And, of course, on our YouTube channel, we'll put those videos up. You guys can watch it on demand. Give us a like and a follow on all the social media, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Peace.